In the morning, when you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Bad news. Oh. That we're back. <clears throat> no gift. No 250 G's in Not our yet. bank account. In my bank account. <laughs> 250 in my bank account. I'm about to make a, a song, man. We got this going on. Uh, yes. Yeah, oh, man. That song created some controversy on TikTok. <laughs> a similar <laughs> song to that last year. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no gift for us. So we're going to stay with you guys. I know that's bad news for the listeners right. and for us. <laughs> but, yeah. No gift for us. There, man, we did get a gift, though. Not during the break. Last night. Or yesterday. During the day, I guess, is when it really happened. Ozzy Gian? Wait, do you play like a soundbite in between each story? Is that what we do? Yeah. So do you have to play another one? Or is that, was that the beginning? Is no, fun? You, you start after they talk about the First Amendment. And then whenever you're done with the story. And there's another. Yeah. Okay. I should remember this from yesterday. Press but box. I've... Transition. <laughs> nice. Adam's already on the nice. beach, man. Adam's yeah. chilling, man. He's on. Look, Adam. All he cares about is that flight at eleven something, I'm, so he can head to the beach. I'm ready. Uh, so Ozzy Gian, I could not believe how much I liked this story yesterday, only because of what it can spiral into for us here in Las Vegas. Ozzy Gian was not happy uh, with some of the manager decisions of Tony Larusa, and talked about it he's on the broadcast he you know he broke it down and nobody's happy with tony lewis right now i'm stunned that he still has a job facts. at this point facts me too so ozzy Gian speaks out about it and then a columnist decides to put out a tweet which i actually think is also fair that basically says interesting that somebody who could benefit from tony lewis being fired and ozzy Gian, who may take over as manager again potentially is making these comments are you doing this are you being self-serving in trying to get Tony Lewis a fire so you can have that job. And Ozzy Gian went after him. It got a little bit ugly on Twitter, the back and forth. And then the the gold happened. Ozzy Gian challenged him to a fight. Nice. Now he framed it as, hey, we should do it for charity. We'll box. Let's make this happen. Because after lashing out and using some very harsh language, uh, Ozzy Gian had to apologize. And uh, I think that was on behalf of... Uh, NBC Sports Chicago, his employers, he tagged yeah. them in the apology. Mm-hmm. I think somebody at the network said, hey, bro, uh, you can't do this on Twitter when you're an employee of the TV station. So he apologizes, challenges the reporter to a charity boxing match. So great story, but let's get to the real fun. Which media personality or coach is going to challenge each other to a fight in Las Vegas? I mean, there's oh. some obvious ones. I mean, Marcus Royal and Tyler Bischoff is going to happen. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. That's going to happen at most. Very first loss of the UNLV <laughs> <Right>. season. Tyler's <laughs> going to ask a question, and it's just going to be it's going to be malice at the palace, just him climbing through the <laughs> media to go get him. So that's an easy one. I mean, um, we were close with Gruden to me at times. When he said, when he said he knows that I think he knows that I think he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this was a great quote. Uh, but he's gone. And so right. far, me and Josh McDaniels are fine. So far? So far. That's always positive. Uh, so I don't think, I think I'm free right now. Well, we just had that 
soundbite from Dana. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. We've had our ups and downs. We're, we're in a good place right now, though. Well, Bill Lambeer is no longer the, the, the head coach for for the Aces. Because, you know, I mean, he's, he was a bad boy, so you could, he can always decide that he wants to go back to, uh, you know, the early playing days and get a little get a little rough. That's that's going to be the, the, like, the secret, like, out of nowhere one is Becky Hammond just laying out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, Paloma? Oh, you would. I, I was just thinking, like, someone, some like, Alan Snell or somebody, like, very. <laughs> that would like, be great. That would be fantastic. Just like, whoa, what happened? I mean, there there is, I mean, there's matches that would be fun to see, like, who would win, too. Like, I mean, I think the Paloma-Becky Hammond fight would be good. <laughs> But I don't think there's any animosity. Paloma's like, wait a minute, how did I get involved in this? <laughs> right. But I don't I don't think there's any animosity there. So I don't no, I don't think no. that's gonna happen. Right. No. They're they're both I don't, they're both I don't know nice. where there's animosity here locally. Uh, there, I mean, well when when Gallant was here there was plenty. There oh was, my god. A lot of... Gallant Gallant would have been like WWE Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> like taking on like Shang Pang, Chris Chapman, and like Jesse Granger. I'll right. say this: I thought that last year Rich Basaccia, uh, he had a moment with me, <laughs> and it's funny because I asked him a legit question that you doubled down and asked him two days later, and he answered in great detail. And I remember looking over uh, at Will, the PR Will Kiss, almost like. Didn't he just rip me for the same question three days ago? But you asked him later on, and it was the it was the Kansas City Chiefs. It was following the Chiefs game where they had the five turnovers, starting with the first play of the game when Jacobs fumbled. So I asked Rich Masaccia on Monday, on Monday about, hey, was that a snowball effect? Was that just you know kind of got into the mind, and all of a sudden it just all the turnovers kept happening? And he was so angry about that question, so angry. I'm, the, I'm not talking about that. You want to talk about the next game? That, you know, I mean, like, he was angry. And I get it. Like, it's, I guess it was still it was still fresh. And then you asked the question heading into the next week. Like, you asked the question at the end of the week, and he was he just gave the answer. So I said, all right, well, I guess Rich and me, maybe Rich heard me say that he was an interim head coach and not a, a, a potential full-time head coach, and so he didn't like it. Well, I, I think I said the same thing, so I might have heard that. Now, I will say there was – we, me and Rich had a couple of good uh, – Good, um, you know, battles. He's got a little old school godfather in him. But I also think, and you know, I I think I'm sure we've told the story, but probably not to this uh, this audience though. And I, I think you were there that he also forgot my name one day. Yes, it called you Vic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he he like paused and he couldn't remember, and then he then he called me Vic, and then he apologized for it, and then after that, he almost felt like bad. I think I think he just didn't want to get mad at me anymore. Right. He's like, oh, I forgot, I forgot that guy's name. He always said, what's up to Hondo, though? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're proud of yourself? Yeah, Fox backs me. Wow. Well, and to be honest, to be honest. No, no, that's enough. That's enough. Next question, please. Dramatic pause. Even Mike Gundy <laughs> makes a good point now and then. We talked about Mike Gundy a little bit ago. He's just a babbling idiot most of the time. Uh, but he makes good points every now and then. He asked, and then he, the part that I didn't like is that he asked a legitimate question and then said he was joking. He's not joking. Why are Texas and Oklahoma in the business meetings of the Big 12 and what their future is? Right, right, exactly. Why They're are bouncing. they there? Right. I don't know why. They, first of all, I do know it's, it's money and it's the TV deals and all that, and they can't get out of it. But, I mean, they're, they're not even going to the SEC until 2025. But for now, that's right. going to happen sooner. Right. Well, you would think so. You, you, I mean, at some point, I, w- I would hope so. 
you know, but we'll see what happens. But, no, you're right. You know, there's really no reason for them to be at Big 12 Media Days. There's no reason to be in the business side of things because they're bouncing. Yeah, media, no, Media Day I get. Like, be there, be a Media Day. But when you get to the point of the discussion with the, you know, the, the athletic directors and the school presidents where they're having conversations about, okay, who do we invite from the Pac-12? How are we going to make sure that our conference is sustainable? How are we going to expand and get to a point where we're one of the big boys and we're not left behind? That's when you say, "Hey, uh, at this point in the meeting, Texas and Oklahoma, get out." Right. You first of all, we don't we don't need you to know what we're talking about. We don't need you to leak out. Go run to the SEC and tell them, "Hey, here's our plan for what we're going to do." We don't we just don't need you here. So get out. He makes a great point. No, I was joking. No, you're not. Right. It's a legitimate question. I don't know why they're there. Those guys are going to get whooped in the SEC. By the way, side note, <laughs> they're going to get whooped in the SEC. They ain't cut like that. Well, you know, they'll adjust, I would They're, think. No, they won't. No, the, Texas has been trying to adjust for years. They can't adjust their jockstrap, let alone adjust to the SEC. They're going to get beat up. What a hater. I Look, man, I saw it firsthand. I know. How would Baylor do in the SEC? They would get their, their uh, lunch handed to them. Okay. I thought, I thought you were going to say they would <laughs> dominate. There are so many phrases. He just, like, <laughs> I, look, I filtered, I filtered everything I could, you know, I, I kept it clean for radio. This is not a bar conversation. But, uh, no, there's not a team in the Big 12 that's going to go to the SEC and be successful. They're all going to get beat up. <laughs> like, Step back one-legged. What kind of shot is that? Have you ever shot that shot? Do you work on that shot? I was gonna. I was gonna say they're gonna get beat up like Paloma when she fights Becky oh, Hammond. Okay. And we are starting. Yeah, we are starting. We are starting this right as a. This is a rivalry that is going to be started, and we're gonna have to make this oh. happen. Oh wow! All right. So every time Paloma, like every time you see Paloma, you just need to casually mention, yeah, it's really weird that, that animosity <laughs> between the two of you. Ugh, it's really tense. Can we start a? Unbelievable. I, we just want we just want female reporters against female coach fights. That'll be great because we already have a couple of male ones that we we've got booked. I I'm gonna book <laughs> Lindy LaRock against Cassie only because there's no animosity at all. At all. Yeah. But Cassie's also Cassie so would little. get murdered. She's so <laughs> Lindy the Rock is a beast. Right. She would crush her. Right. Just a phenomenal <laughs> athlete. It would be just just a massacre. I want I want to see this happen. The sacrificial lamb. No, see, I, the the cold part about it is you said that it's so it's it's, a, it's such a a large margin of victory, uh, you know, for for Lindsay, Lindsay Larock, and then you're saying how much you want to see it happen. It's like, man, like yeah. you said, you're 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 literally sacrificing Cassie. It, yeah, it, that, that's exactly yes. Cassie is Cassie is the. The the goat being tossed into the T Rex cage. Oh wow! <laughs> it's it's like an old Tyson fight back in the day. You yeah, get, yeah. You paid money for thirty yeah. seconds, but it was awesome for that, thirty seconds. Ninety one second pay per view. I can't, I can't wait to watch that fight. It's going to be good. Can I just jump into the next story? Or do we need to play the sound thing again? Oh, uh, you know I can't tell you that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, we we already did we already mentioned this, but the the Blue Jays fired their coach. But why haven't the White Sox? Why right. is, why does Tony La Russa still have a job? It's uh man outside of him being really good with ownership, I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. The Blue Jays, who have a good record, fire their coach. The White Sox, who are totally underachieving, still have Tony La Russa. It makes no sense at all. None. Uh, I don't I don't get it. Uh, I don't I don't understand. Except for. You know, ownership in Chicago was so thirsty for Tony La Russa for so long. 
and they finally got him and now to admit that it was a terrible decision when everybody said it was a terrible decision is difficult sometimes. Like you just you want to prove that you're right and that you uh that you are smarter than everybody else, but sometimes you're not. And it seems like that's what's happening there. Can they just stop recycling recycling all these coaches? Can can you just start getting some more young blood in there, you know? Even even if LaRusso or if and when LaRusso's gone, who are they going to turn to? Are they going to go back to Ozzy like we mentioned earlier? <laughs> if they do, you're just recycling another guy. Bring in some young blood, man. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and and because again, the game is played differently now than it was when Tony LaRusso was winning, you know, con- or division titles and all this good stuff. I mean, bring in some young blood. Yeah, you can't juice guys like uh, Tony used to. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Daddy had a breakaway. <laughs> is that the is that the is that the next? Yeah, Daddy the, had... it's not really a media related. Well, he was talking to the media. Okay, fair enough. Good point. And I <laughs> enjoyed the fact that an athlete <laughs> called another athlete Daddy. That's fair enough. Uh, aircraft carrier games are back in college basketball. I am an obsessed college basketball person. Okay, uh, that is that. I mean, NFL. That's an understatement. Yeah, NFL is my life, but. I mean, it's my career. It's what I. It's yeah. every day is what I'm doing. But college right. basketball is what I love. Okay, I respect that. Uh, the aircraft carrier games are just ugly and terrible, but I still kind of like them. I do. I love it. I love it, and I understand the 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 issues. I understand why games don't get played when they're on the aircraft carrier. I understand why the last one didn't get played, but I love it, and I love the fact that they're able to go there and and just give that that. Uh, that sense of joy and excitement for those that are, are fighting for us and defending us. And, and again, it's just a different setting and it's just, it's great, man. It's fantastic. But I do understand that it doesn't always actually get played. Yeah. Like when a, a three pointer goes up and then it just blows back behind the shooter. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not, this is not actual basketball. Now, obviously I think that they should ignore the results of these games come right. tournament time. Cause I know a couple years ago it was, well, you know, they can't be a number one seed. They lost this. They only scored 19 points in this game. Yeah, because they were playing outside. It was windy. Right. It, doesn't, it shouldn't count. It's not the same game that you usually play. But I, I do enjoy the game. So cool that we have them back and we're announcing some. And I, real quick, you don't have to play a sound. It'll just take up time. The Texans' red helmets are the best in the NFL, right? Yeah, they look very Texas Tech-like. I was wow. going to say, but I, I like the white Bengals. I was about to say, Cincinnati has the white Bengals now, and everyone's talking about that. Yeah, but they're in Cincinnati. Ooh, yeah, oh. good point. Well, I don't know. I, I think the Texans, I mean, the helmets look sharp, but again, when I see it, all I see is the Red Raiders. That's what I see. All I see is passes sailing over every receiver's <laughs> head in that red helmet because Davis Mills is not good. Uh, but we shall find out. Maybe the red helmet will make him better. You never know. <laughs> Can't make him any worse. It, yeah, that's. Probably true. All right. Uh, Andre Iguodala made one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever heard. On track. Rasheed Wallace. Awesome player. Mm-hmm. Rasheed Wallace. Yep. Probably could have been top five player in the league for a 10-year stretch. Mm-hmm. He just chose. To, uh, I just i do my thing over here. Right. He was shooting threes from half court. No, he was shooting half court shots left-handed and right-handed. Yeah. If Rasheed Wallace played in modern-day basketball today, if he played in our league today, He'll be the top five player in the league. I, I don't he'd think be, he'd be better than Giannis, and I love Giannis. Back to the Press Box Summer Edition. All right, that's an absolutely ridiculous comment. Stop it. It's just so silly. First of all, basketball players just get better and better and better 
Uh, this is not a worse era than it was back then. <laughs> it's a much better era. It's tougher to play now. Like I think Rashid Wall is an unbelievably talented player. And actually, I agree. I actually agree with the notion that he sacrificed what he could have been for the benefit of the team. I think right. he was a team player who could have put up more stats for sure. But come on, man. Yeah, I mean, he was doing really well until he got to the Giannis part. You know, once you start bringing in players, especially guys that are current and everyone knows at the top of the game. I mean, most most folks, when you say Rasheed Wallace, you got to wait, hold on. What exactly did Rasheed Wallace do? And again, like you said, he was solid. He was a really solid player and probably could have been a lot better. But again, was more into the team concept than the individual concept. And then, of course, he had a little bit of edge to him, too, which never hurt. I liked uh, I liked his little edge that he had. So shout out to Rasheed Wallace. I have two Rasheed Wallace. Uh, well, one's an anecdote and the other's an actual story. The uh, first one is that Chauncey Billups once said that in order to get him focused in a game, he would egg the refs on going, you got to give that man a tech. You can't let him talk to you that way. And then as soon as they team up, they're like, all right, the ball's running through Rasheed. <laughs> and then the good. second one is my dad owned a sporting goods store in the 90 or in the early 2000s. And you could buy a seven-foot-tall Rasheed Wallace in order to learn how to shoot over people. Oh, oh, I want that now. <laughs> I don't understand can this. We find, can we yeah, find Yeah, put that in the studio, I'll get, I'll get man. On eBay. <laughs> Let's put that in the studio. Get that in the studio. Everyone, any guest that we have has to come in and take a, a shot over Rasheed Wallace. That's perfect. Uh, we shall just point out the LV Aces in action this morning at 8 a.m. weird is that, yeah. right? I'm watching hoops. It's not a replay. At eight something in the morning. Yeah, uh, and a good start for the Aces. I, it, it's it's funny. I actually had a a weird argument with somebody about how good the Aces are mm-hmm. uh, just before the All Star break, and he's a very close follower of the WNBA, obviously for financial reasons. Uh, and he said they're just not that good anymore. And I said I I don't think this is what the team is. I think out of the All Star break, you're going to see a team that is totally different. We saw them beat New York the other night after leading by twenty, win by seven. Today, wow. It is this game looks like what the what what the Lindy LaRock Cassie Soto fight would look like. Uh, the Aces 35 uh, 13 with three seconds left in the quarter. It looks like the Aces will go to the line, maybe to extend that lead here before the end of the first quarter. Cassie did check in. I got a text. She said she would just curl up and pretend to be dead on the on the ground. Uh, oh, that's wow. how she that's how she would approach the fight. She doesn't want any part. Of the she Lindy can't get in a fight. fight. She's about to get married. You know that would that would have long term ramifications. So we got to make sure that that Cassie stays stays on point at least until after she says I do. Then after that, all bets are off. Stop. This this engagement is going to be just as long as the the courtship process was. <laughs> it was like ten years. Yeah, they're going to get married in like twenty twenty eight. She can she can recover from her injuries from the fight. Okay. No question. Fair uh, enough. I, listen, we wanted to talk more about uh, the the ridiculous Rasheed Wallace. Uh, statement, but there was a. I'm going to call this breaking news. It's not, uh, but there was a ridiculous moment at the British Open today. Uh, Cameron Young had a great round today in the British Open, much better than Tiger Woods is having. Uh, it's not good. In 37-13, aces at the end of the first quarter. Uh, Cameron Young had a great round. He went to Fordham Prep School in the Bronx. Okay. So okay, he's from the Bronx. There's some tough areas of the Bronx. Uh, a reporter after the round. Oh. Asked Cameron Young, can you talk a little bit about maybe an improbable journey from the streets of New York to the links of St. Andrews? He went to a prep school. Not only did he go to a prep school, and credit credit Cameron Young for his answer. He said, 
I think the streets of New York is probably a stretch. And everybody laughed. He said, Fordham Preps on Fordham University's campus. It's absolutely beautiful. I lived in the Sleepy Hollow Country Club where my dad is the head pro. I took the the train to school, but I also took the train back home to practice. (laughs) At the country club where he lived. Talk about your journey from the streets of New York to the links of St. Come on, man. I mean, I get where you're going with the question, but if you don't know. Yeah, that's something you got to research before you actually throw that out there. That's got to be something that has been researched, double researched. You know, you got to have some facts in there. You got to know a little something, something before you go with that conversation. The the streets of New York. My dad was the head pro at the country club we lived at. It's fantastic. By the way, I've been around that sleepy, hollow country club area. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. As he said. Yeah. And it's upper, It's actually uh, not too far from uh, where the Rangers and the Knicks practice, which, by the way, for people that don't know, nowhere close to New York City. Uh, yeah, it's up in, like, Westminster. Yeah. It? Yeah. And uh, um it, where, yeah, Gerard Gallant lives on a lake. Yeah. It's a lovely lake that he was talking about how, how great it is up there. But, yeah, not not quite the streets of New York that Cameron Young came from, uh, who was playing very well over at the British Open. God, that's silly. That's just, that that's, silly. That's that silly. is silly. That is so silly. As silly as KD's tweet, what did you what did you think of that? When he, he says, what have you done today to improve your legacy? Yeah, I mean, that was – it was one of those where I thought at first, like, you know, okay, he's just trying to be, you know, philosophical or he's trying, you know what I mean? Like trying to be, I don't want to say encouraging, but it's so funny because I was I was watching a lot of ESPN yesterday uh, while I was doing a lot of work at the house and everybody, I guess, ran with that and was saying, you know, hey, what did you do today to improve your legacy or what have you done today? So it was like, it was, it was one of those where it was a talking point for everybody, but it, it just, it's just KD being KD. <laughs> KD, Mr. Sensitive. Uh, always, always in his feelings. Well, maybe he's had some kind of, you know, well thought out conversations with Kyrie. That sounds like something Kyrie would would sit down in the barbershop and say, "Hey, hey, 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 look here, young blood, look here, young blood. What you got to do is every day, man, you've got to try to improve your legacy. When you wake up in the morning, don't get on the on the gram, don't get on the social media. Improve your legacy, young blood." That's what I, I imagine. Third eye. Yeah, that's what I imagine Kyrie, but not right now. Maybe like in ten years, he, he comes back and says that as you, he's sitting in the barbershop. Kyrie is like, you really, you really have to take some time and just think and yes. get, in a, get in a boat and sail over the edge of the earth. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, the, look, uh, the, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, most people don't have a legacy, so most people, there's not much people can do to improve their legacy. Right. Uh, but what? Every day he thinks he's doing something to, to improve his legacy? Every day he's hustling. Aren't most days he's just scrolling through Twitter and using his fake accounts to troll people? <laughs> right, to respond to people. You know what's funny about the fake accounts? I wonder how many people just in average everyday walk of life as far as, you know, workplace have their have like fake accounts. Have well, you ever clear, thought about that? Clearly a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, I mean, it's just like in, in your – like how many people at – I don't know, just some random business may have a fake account and then they start tweeting about whatever is going on at the job or even complimenting someone at the job and, and, and trying to get a response from themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I feel like that that happens. Uh, don't stop beating around the bush. Who's the most, who's the most likely person on the Lotus sports staff to have a fake account? 
where they're trolling people. Uh, I mean, Jared's a primary primary suspect. No, because I just do it. Yeah, for my but actual Jared, account. Jared, no, but Jared would give it away if he had a fake account. Yeah. He would give it away too quick. So yeah. my my first thought, honestly, was was Magnum. Yeah, I can, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> no, we we got a winner. <laughs> it goes it goes Magnum Demon, and then uh, probably me third. How many accounts does Magnum have? You think like seven, eight? He possibly Baker's could. Like five different uh, five different link languages. Oh, uh, just I assume they're all just you do a great job covering the VGK, man. So you, oh, you think he's doing fake accounts and then tweeting at himself? Oh yeah, tweeting <laughs> praise at himself. I like that. Trying to get that, trying to get that love, trying to get the extra love. You I know, think hey, you know that so and so guy does a really good job, and then that so and so guy happens to be him. I can see that. I think there's definitely uh, some people out there that do that. Some very prominent people. You know who I don't think does that? Darren Millard. No. We'll see. We'll find out. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Milsey Millard. He's back here, press box on a Thursday morning, Adam Hill. Q Myers filling in, trying to hold down the fort, just trying to get through it. <laughs> trying try to do our thing. And, and Darren Millard, always, always a pleasure. To speak with, and I'm sure he's very confused that he's talking to, to us in the morning. Right. But, sir, how are you? What uh, What's going on? Are you on 20? Of course, I talked to you in the afternoon. I talked to you. I know. Morning. What's, what's happening? When do you have time to write? Uh, well, it's the off season right now. Uh, practice starts on uh, on Wednesday. So right now I can just be on all the time. That's what the listeners demand, Darren. Me yeah. and you, that's all they want to hear. So it's uh, it's very exciting, Darren. He's going. He's leaving to to go to the beach at eleven o'clock. He ain't worried about writing nothing. <laughs> nice. As soon as the show's over, I'm, I'm going to Cabo. I'm I'm on the way as soon as the show's over. So it'll be very exciting. Uh, but I for I said before I go to Cabo, I need to talk to Darren. That was that was my thing, and it wasn't enough earlier this week. I had to talk to you again because we do have now some movement uh, in yeah. free agency, and uh, obviously the big story with the Golden Knights right now. Right. Bring bring him back, Riley Smith, but. Max Pacioretty gone, and I know people are very frustrated that it's gone for nothing, but it's a cap situation. They moved on from Max Pacioretty. What did you think of uh, of that news? Uh, cap space is nothing in, in the National Hockey League, and uh, the, they're going to be spent right up to the uh, times being over that and every dollar. But, uh, but this uh, in order, and being able to do this deal without any salary, so pay, you're not getting the benefit of. Try to reconnect him. Try to reconnect yeah. him because he's got some, too much good well, details. Yeah. He's got too much good information. We've got to be able to hear it. And yeah. right now, uh, I feel like he's on a beach somewhere. We need to make <laughs> sure that he doesn't sound like he's on the he's, beach in Cabo. We need to make sure he's we in P- get the he's sound. In PEI. He's in He's uh, up in Canada and enjoying the day. Uh, so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll reconnect with him. But yeah, he's uh, discussing obviously the cap situation uh, of the Golden Knights. There, uh, we mentioned uh, in addition to Max Petretti moving on, Riley Smith will stay, and you know obviously a, a guy with a, a lot of connection with the Golden Knights fans and being here from the beginning and part of the franchise and a key part uh, of what they want to do and such a good all around player. Not only a, a great guy, but a, and a great locker room presence, but. 
such a good all-around player as well uh, out on the ice. So we'll get uh, his thoughts on him staying around. Uh, but we were. we got to find out if he's got multiple Twitter accounts as that, well. Oh, that's true. Uh, Darren, you're back? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry okay. There no, goes. perfect. Uh, good. Before we get back to Match Patch Radio, I wanted to, I wanted to rehear your answer because we, we lost a lot of that there. Yeah. Uh, we were discussing uh, people that have multiple Twitter accounts <laughs> and maybe even like set up fake Twitter accounts to send themselves in their real account compliments. You wouldn't oh, do something like that, I, would that, you? I should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that would be outstanding. I, <laughs> I, I tend to just fall back on like I send Adam uh, a compliment. He sends back one. Uh, Q, we, 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 uh, we you know, send uh, each other a great praises. Uh, <laughs> I, I lead on my friends more so, but it'd be more efficient, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, less reciprocal if I just did it myself. That 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 would be good. Uh, like, look how big you have to be to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a really right. It's a really weird. Uh, I think mental issue. I, I feel is yeah. probably part of it. Uh, I know people who have uh, like uh, uh, closet Twitter accounts where they have nothing to do with anything. They just do it to basically eavesdrop on on what the world is doing and uh, and that kind of thing. Uh, I've I've known that in the past. Uh, where where different uh, coaches or, or managers or players uh, mm-hmm. would would follow different people without uh, the other people knowing uh, that they're online. I've heard of that, but uh, but this this idea is is really really unique. Maybe even certain Raiders general managers. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Ouch. we we were ta- no. He's he talked about it openly. I think uh, we were talking about Max Pacioretty, uh, obviously being gone and the decision that had to be made to move on from him for cap purposes. Uh, I guess what is the uh, what is the lasting memory of Max Pacioretty's time here? Well, uh, probably uh, what uh, you hoped could have been like great goal scorer, incredible, uh, incredible talent in the National Hockey League, but never uh, exceeded or reached that point of being that forty goal guy. Now, some of that was due to pandemic, uh, and last year was because of injury. Uh, or else he was going to be on that that pace. But this is a guy that uh, that you're shocked at when you see his talent and his production over the years that has never reached that 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 mark, and he's always been held back in in a, in a certain facet. And and that was the case uh, uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Great uh, acquisition at the time. Uh, I think that it was marvelous uh, in, in what they did and and maximized them uh, to the uh, to the word length that they were allowed to. Uh, because of injury or or the pandemic, but uh, but uh, just came up probably a, a little bit short, and I think that the Max would uh, would agree with that uh, because of uh, either health or or the or the pandemic that uh, that he wasn't able to succeed, and then the team game uh, wasn't able to get to uh, to a to a Stanley Cup final uh, with uh, with Max Pacioretty. So uh, unfinished business, but uh, but boy, uh, like at this point, he's the purest goal scorer that uh, that's ever played. So the fan base is, is pretty fired up because, of course, they didn't see everything that they wanted to see day one, right, a free yeah. agency and, and obviously yeah. the offseason. And the fan is pa- fans are, are passionate. So what is the what is the game plan? Can you see what the, the front office is trying to do maybe to kind of calm the, the nerves of some of the, the VGK fans? Well, uh, fans are different than, than the management in, in what they want to see. Uh, the, the, the fans here are used to, and have been really uh, blessed with a team that's added, 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 added. 
uh, at every turn. Now there there comes a point when the cupboard's too full, and and you got to take some stuff out and and uh, make a nice dinner with it. So that uh, that's what the, we've seen this this past summer is is you've you've shed some of that uh, with the Donov and uh, and with with Pacioretty. But the most important thing is uh, is that they they have added uh, in a sense in in cap space. Uh, and they aren't paying any dead money, uh, Q. They're, they're, they're not on the hook for any uh, retained salary with, with Max Pacioretty, and that is massive. Like, I, honestly, uh, I, I think it could be done the way so many teams are up in the that you wouldn't have to pay for, uh, for uh, a, a little bit of, of some salary that was going out. Like, Ottawa uh, sent uh, Murray. Uh, to a goaltender, he's going to be Toronto's number one goaltender, and and Ottawa still had to eat a portion of his salary. Every it's happening all over the place. So uh, it it may not look like it on the surface, and it doesn't sound sexy, and it doesn't mm-hmm. sound uh, anything that you can grab a bobblehead and go, "This guy's going to be amazing for us." <laughs> but uh, but to not uh, have to retain salary was a big win in this case. Part of the benefit, I mean, I know people are looking at it and saying, hey, you didn't get anything back for Pacioretty yeah. uh, and Dylan Coughlin, but the, you did get back Riley Smith. I mean, that is yes. that is the reality yeah. of the situation. That's that's exactly it. And uh, so you've got uh, – and, and and you also uh, acquired Jack Eichel last year, uh, which fits into this whole equation with the, with the $10 million uh, acquisition. Uh, and and uh, that, uh, that should not be forgotten or – so there is there is big wins here, and uh, I think uh, the, the love that everybody has for uh, those players that were part of that uh, that misfit group uh, is genuine, and and uh, should be in the fact that uh, that Riley Smith played a, a more complete game, uh, more uh, avenues uh, be based on the penalty kill uh, that should not play on. So I'm not. They chose one over the other, uh, but Riley Smith uh, certainly to, to his game, and he's a couple million dollars cheaper. You can see why uh, that they would go down that path, and uh, you've got, I don't know whether Butch Cassidy is going to do this, but you've got that one act uh, with uh, with Carlson, Marcheseau, and Smith that's, it, that's easy to go to, and and then you've got your number one center in Jack Eichel. So going on this without there being something that's in your hand and and I understand that's hard to get around. It is really difficult but, uh, when you're in it every day like you are. Uh, you can understand the decisions have to be made and how it is. There you go. Darren Millard, we appreciate it, sir. Always a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, go get to work on some of those fake accounts. <laughs> Cabo, I'm going to tweet you guys, uh, and I'm going to pretend that I'm in Cabo drinking a cerveza beside you. Perfect. I'll have, I'll have a couple for you. No no worries there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, yeah, Get back to it. Follow the news. Monitor everything going on up on Twitter from real accounts, not fake accounts. We'll come back. Keep things going. Press box on a Thursday. Oh, we need to do a giveaway. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I mean, I almost You're just gonna pause for the cause, it. I guess. 
I was panicked. Too much, too much uh, thinking about the uh, cervezas coming up. Right, right. You know and like, man, Adam Hill is out of there, man. For the next hour, fifteen minutes, he's on cruise control. But you know what? It, you don't have to go to Cabo to have fun. You could go see Rise Against Friday at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Friday, Rise Against at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. But if you want to win two tickets, you can do that right now by calling 364-1100. Caller number 11. You're going to see Rise Against Friday at Zappos Theater. Fastball blew it by him. Strike three. And the Orioles now 45 and 44. The win streak is alive and it is well. You have won 10 games in a row, and the Orioles have swept three consecutive series for the first time since 2005. All of the sun, none of the fun on the Press Box Summer Edition. You know, crazy things are happening in the world when the Orioles are winning 10 games in a row and are over 500. In Everyone the in the division July. is. How about that? Everyone in that division yeah. is over 500 or 500 or better. How yeah. crazy is that? The Orioles win 10 in a row are over 500 for the first time in years. Right. And are like 30 games out of first place. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, right? They're all, I mean, man, you want to talk about a buzzkill. You, you go on a 10-game winning streak and you look up in the standings and you ain't moved an inch. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's like, absolutely wait a minute. Insane. What are we doing here? Uh, the Aces, <laughs> good Lord. Kelsey Plum hits a corner three at the buzzer in the first half. 71-36 lead Man. over the Liberty at halftime. This is nuts. They're curb stomping them. They are. Uh, it's it's getting ugly in New York. See if they can hold they the They to play early lead. in the morning more often, Adam. I, I should tweet that. I literally just did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great minds think alike, of course. Uh, you know who, whose mind doesn't work great? Jared? Jared. <laughs> so we had the story earlier, and I don't I don't think you know this yet. I don't think you heard overheard our conversation here in the studio. No. We had we had the conversation earlier that Jared had this great Rashid Wallace story. And we were talking about it because Rashid Wallace uh got propped up yesterday. Yeah. Uh Saying Andre Iguodala saying, hey, he would have been a top five player now. He's this unbelievable talent. And Jared said, I have a story. Yeah. How eager was he to tell us his story about oh, Rasheed Wallace? Yes, yeah, so eager to talk about uh, uh, having the having the pop up at the at the at the uh, sporting goods store and seven foot tall and teach people how to shoot over a big guy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was not Rasheed Wallace. Nope. Oh wow, it was another tall black guy. It was- well, Ben Wallace. <laughs> oh wow! It's one of the Wallaces. At least it didn't say. At least it wasn't Ryan Wallace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. So Jared so excitedly jumped in with his one Rasheed Wallace story that he possibly had, and it wasn't even about Rasheed Wallace. Now, that's the hilarious part of this story. There is good news, though. Okay. We can buy one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that Jared should buy one. I didn't even know when you said that someone's mind doesn't – I didn't know we were goofing on Jared, but we actually are. So I think now he needs to buy this thing. How much is it? It's only $10. Oh, yeah, he could afford that. Well, I mean, tomorrow maybe I can afford it. I'll, I uh, can, I'll, I'll zell you. Ooh, just go ahead. Okay. If it's $10, just go ahead. Well, there's it. no buy it now. It's on eBay. It's Apparently, an auction? Wait a minute. Come on. You can't have to – they have to have the buy it now function. They stopped me. Apparently it wasn't very popular. <laughs> So it's then in, they really should want to buy it now. 
An inflatable Ben Wallace? We need this. Yes, we I do. I sent you guys the link. You guys, <laughs> let's not all bid. How long is the auction going for? Right. Three days. Oh, come on. So randomly in the last couple of days, somebody just decided to have an auction for this item. Yes. So let me ask you this, though. Does it does the auction start at $10? It's the starting bid is $10. There oh, is man. nobody else is going <laughs> to bid on this. At all. At all. We're literally bidding against ourselves. <laughs> right. Just put in the bid. All right. I will. I, I, I might have to create an eBay account. We need to make this happen. But now we're not going to get, I mean, we're not even going to win the, the, the bid until like Sunday. It's a, think of the anticipation for the next three days, though. Oh, man. <laughs> I just want to see this thing in the studio. Uh, first of all, we can stand DeMond next to it because <laughs> he'll funny. tower over yeah. DeMond. So I, I'd like to put that in the studio just so we could have some fun with it. Can we dress this inflatable Ben Wallace like DeMond is now dressing? Oh, man. what? Let me ask you this because I think it's a I think it's a, a, a like a stick, right? I think that he's trying to go for some effect. What is what is he trying to do with what he is wearing? So for those who don't know, Demond is dressing up, and he's but he's dressing up like a like he's know, a cowboy, like a cowboy, but like, like a, a, a fancy cow, yeah, bolo tie, a cowboy hat, and like a like a dress shirt. It's weird, he's but then he doesn't have cowboy boots. He has like some kind of loafer. I, yeah, loafers are. Yeah. Well, he, he tried yeah. to buy the boots are too expensive. I know the answer, but I don't know that I'm supposed to sell them out. No, yeah. sell them out. I, I want to know I, the answer. I also know any well, answer. I don't know. Sell them out. Sell. I mean, sell them out. Jared, <laughs> did, did Jared? Did you lecture Demon at some point? I did not. I uh, there there was someone who lectured Demon at some. Oh point. wait, is it Q? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, that wasn't about what he was wearing. Yeah. That was about his terrible work ethic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Apparently, somebody told him you need to dress like you're coming to work. Yeah. Oh, not but, not like that. Not yeah. on a ranch. <laughs> Nobody right. said to dress like you're going to a ranch. We'll come back.